0: Twitter, a bustling digital landscape where millions of people from every corner of the globe converge to share their voices and opinions. The platform, now known as X, has for over 15 years been a place to connect with anyone and everyone and a chance to read the instant thoughts of the super-rich and famous. But what if, suddenly, Those people we think we recognize, from entertainers to heads of state, begin tweeting unexpected words, suggesting deals with financial incentives, each new post adding to the mystery, sending ripples of disbelief through the platform. A pressing question arises, is this for real?
1: I can't think of another social media takeover hat or heist that is simply as high profile as this.
0: I'm Adrian Lester. Join me as I delve into an infamous day of international digital deception. Welcome to True Cybercrime Stories by BT. It's Wednesday, July 15th, 2020. The world is in the grip of a global pandemic, and digital communication has become the backbone of the way many of us work, shop, and socialize. As screens light up worldwide, they reveal the familiar bird silhouette, synonymous with Twitter. A shared ritual unfolds. Eyes focus, whilst fingers tap and scroll. Yet a subtle disturbance emerges. A tiny glitch hints that something is amiss. For most, it goes unnoticed. The day proceeds as usual. Until this tweet from Elon Musk's account appears. I'm feeling generous because of COVID-19. I'll double any Bitcoin payment sent to my Bitcoin address for the next hour. Good luck and stay safe out there. A benevolent gesture? Maybe. But it feels too good to be true. But then Bill Gates' followers see. Everyone is asking me to give back. You send $1,000, I send you back $2,000. Even former US President Barack Obama appears to join this growing digital chorus.
2: Due to COVID-19, I am giving back to the community. All Bitcoin sent to my address below will be sent back doubled.
0: If you send $1,000, I will send back $2,000. Is it a hack, a prank, or in a world gone awry, an unfamiliar form of philanthropy? Digital reactions explode. Screenshots, retweets, and rampant speculation.
1: When I first started to see the accounts being taken over, starting with the cryptocurrency ones and then some of the celebrities and politicians, I was more confused than anything, like how was this happening?
0: Joseph Cox is a journalist for 404 Media who was working for Vice at the time.
1: It was staggering just being able to see the immediate and far-reaching impact, which you don't always see with hacks.
0: While the promise of financial reward tantalizes many, the inherent risks are undeniable. But as more tweets emerge, For some, skepticism turns to belief as digital wallets open in hope and trepidation. Jeff Bezos, the world's wealthiest individual, seemingly joins the fray. In these trying
2: times, I've decided to give back. For the next 60 minutes, any bitcoin sent to my address will be sent back doubled.
0: As the minutes tick by, the digital realm, a space of connection and dialogue, is on the brink. The looming possibility emerges. Has Twitter? the global social media titan being compromised. The atmosphere grows tense as Twitter's official channels jump into action.
2: We are aware of a security incident impacting accounts on Twitter. We are investigating and taking steps to fix it.
0: A chilling confirmation. Twitter, a paragon of free speech and timely updates, acknowledges the security breach. Analysts, tech aficionados and everyday users voice their concerns. More questions emerge. How pervasive is this breach? Who orchestrated it? Eyes are glued to screens as news of the hack unfolds on media channels around the world. Everyone awaits Twitter's next move while confronting the unsettling notion that even tech giants have vulnerabilities.
2: You may be unable to tweet or reset your password while we review and address this incident.
0: In a bid to mitigate the ongoing threat, Twitter imposes immediate restrictions. Verified users, recognizable by their blue ticks, find themselves momentarily silenced. And soon after, Twitter slowly begins releasing more of the nuances of this mystery.
2: We know they used this access to take control of many highly visible, including verified accounts and tweet on their behalf.
0: The pieces of the puzzle begin to take shape. At this stage, this breach doesn't seem to be about codes or algorithms. It's a social engineering attack a type of attack that targets individuals within an organization, gains their trust, and persuades them to take risky actions, such as clicking on a nefarious link, which may eventually lead to a breach. It strikes at the human element, the Achilles' heel of even the most fortified systems. Twitter then takes decisive action and locks 130 high profile compromised accounts from Apple to Uber, from Kim Kardashian to Warren Buffett. They will only restore access to the original account owner when they are certain they can do so securely.
1: It is a highly unusual step for Twitter or any company to take to basically say, you can't use our products right now because we, we don't know what's going on.
0: As dawn breaks on a new day, Twitter begins to unravel the sequence of events and share its findings with the world.
2: The social engineering that occurred on July 15th, 2020 targeted a small number of employees through a phone spear phishing attack.
0: Now, spear phishing, a term that might be unfamiliar to many in the cybersecurity world represents a potent threat. Unlike broad net phishing, attempts that cast a wide digital net, hoping to ensnare unsuspecting victims, spear phishing is pinpointed. It's the equivalent of a digital sniper setting sights on a specific target. An unsettling question lingers in the digital realm. Who orchestrated this? And how were they able to penetrate a platform as robust as Twitter?
1: There was almost a fog of war, presumably from Twitter's side, while they were figuring out what was going on. Us as journalists from the outside in were also trying to figure out what exactly was happening.
0: Federal investigators, security experts, and Twitter's own team embark on a daunting mission to unravel this cyber mystery, meticulously dissecting the digital footprints left behind by the perpetrators. This painstaking effort leads them not to an army of seasoned cyber warriors, nor a syndicate of underworld hackers, but to a kid. Graham Ivan Clark, a 17-year-old from Tampa, Florida, described as a prodigious teenager with a history of notable online scams. His online pseudonym is Kirk. He has three accomplices, Nima Fazeli, a 22-year-old, also from Florida, who goes by the name Rolex, as well as two UK citizens, Joseph James O'Connor, 21, known as Plugwalk Joe, and Mason Shepherd, a 19-year-old with two pseudonyms, Ever So Anxious and Chewon. They are members of OG Users Forum, a meeting place for hackers and a marketplace for selling and buying social media accounts.
1: It is a community of people who are obsessed with getting the original gangster accounts on Twitter or Snapchat or elsewhere, which nobody else is going to have. Typically, these will be, you know, a single complete word or even in some cases, a single digit. These people will pay thousands upon thousands of dollars, even tens of thousands in some cases to acquire these Twitter handles. The reason being that it's a way to flex, it's a way to show that you mean business. They consistently surprise even me. I don't think you can underestimate a bunch of teenagers who just want to put their mind to something. And that sounds like a lovely inspirational quote, but I'm talking about a group of financially motivated hackers. They always find a way, somehow, to go further.
0: Reportedly, they had meticulously poured over LinkedIn, looking for employees of Twitter, the kind of employees with access to tools which control user accounts. Going on to obtain these employees' phone numbers and email addresses, they reach out to them on the phone, posing as authorized Twitter personnel exploiting a vulnerability of working at home arrangements during the COVID-19 pandemic.
1: As more and more people were away from the office during the COVID-19 pandemic, and more people were required to remote in over VPNs or whatever system the company had set up, that undoubtedly created another avenue for attackers to get in. Work from home absolutely had an impact on company security overall the hackers
0: directed unsuspecting employees to a phishing page, a fake page made to look like Twitter's own virtual private network. When the employees enter their credentials, the hackers steal them and log into the real one, which then gives them access to an admin tool and ultimately control of users' accounts.
1: And it's almost like a god mode for taking over accounts. One person had access to the panel, at least initially, and was offering the takeover of accounts for other people in exchange for Bitcoin. This newfound power is initially
0: used to sell desirable Twitter handles over the OG users' forum. It quickly evolves into the phishing scam the world sees and makes $117,000 before Twitter shuts it down. Arrests come soon after. Graham Ivan Clark, the 17-year-old alleged mastermind, faces an astounding 30 felony charges. Organized fraud, communications fraud, fraudulent use of personal information, the list goes on. Due to his age, he undergoes prosecution as a minor in Florida, negotiating a plea deal that sees him serve a three-year sentence, followed by three years of probation. Joseph James O'Connor is extradited to the U.S., where he pleads guilty to his involvement in the Twitter hack, as well as stealing $794,000 from a New York cryptocurrency company. He is sentenced to five years in prison, followed by three years of supervised release. Mason Shepard and Nima Fazeli face similar charges in the U.S. federal courts. In the wake of the 2020 Twitter hack, The platform and its users believed the worst was over. But 2022 had another challenge in store. On August 5th, Twitter announces another major data breach. 5.4 million accounts compromised in a vast exposure of user data. The reverberations of the 2022 hack, combined with the memories of the 2020 incident, serve as a potent reminder of the ever-present threats in the digital age. But what stands out in this story is Twitter's transparency. In the midst of this unprecedented breach, the platform laid bare the sequence of events, vulnerabilities, and its actions to its users and the world.
2: We're acutely aware of our responsibilities to the people who use our service and to society more generally. We're embarrassed, We're disappointed, and more than anything, we're sorry. We know that we must work to regain your trust, and we will support all efforts to bring the perpetrators to justice.
0: Twitter's resilience and commitment to user security may have been tested, but this is a reminder to us all to stay vigilant and be careful of who we share information with online. It's not just companies at risk, it's their employees, and a seemingly innocent move could have major repercussions. As scammers get more and more creative, we have to work even harder to recognize what we can and can't take at face value. In our next episode of True Cybercrime Stories by BT, I'll be retelling the saga of how one of the most popular series on Netflix was leaked early by The Dark Overlord and explore just how vulnerable the TV and movie industries we know and love are to hackers. True Cybercrime Stories is brought to you by BT, because BT means business. It's presented by me, Adrian Lester, and featured journalist Joseph Cox. This series is made by Audie. The producers are Yolen Goffin, Phil Brown, and Ivor Manley. Scripting is by Shanti Midnight. The executive producers are Harry Watson and Sally Miller. True Cybercrime Stories reimagines real events based on primary sources and publicly available news reports. No responsibility or liability is assumed for any errors or omissions. All opinions expressed by podcast participants are their own.